0: Welcome to another episode of Sweet and Sour Hour. My name is Yenna. Hi,
1: I'm Abby. Hi, I'm Moving Wrong. And today we're joined Gina Liu, the sophomore class president, as well as Crystal Ye, the freshman class president, who both gave a speech at the Stop Asian Hate rally at the Cherry Hill Public Library this past Saturday. So, Hello, everyone.
0: Hi. Hi guys. So just to get things started, um, here's the first question. So what were some things you wanted to address and bring to the audience's attention in your speech?
2: I think our main focus for the speech was basically our perspective as a second generation in America. And I think it was something that we really uh, focused on was like the American dream. And I think that's something that we as a second generation that we saw our parents try to like achieve and grab and we're super motivated to just um, find a place in America to find like a stable um, income to provide for their family. And um, the thing is like the American dream, it can be really hard to obtain because of just like the underlying prejudices that are in America. And we can't really ignore that and it's something we can't change. Like our skin is not something that we can change, which makes it difficult, but it really just takes solidarity and um, just basically unity to actually achieve that American dream, to be able to find a place in America without hate.
1: Yeah, building off of what Crystal said is really um, a huge call to action where um, like if you watch the uh, other species, which were honestly amazing, um, I was hoping that like, we were hoping that as we were writing it, that through mostly like, emotional like, aspect to invigorate the people at the rally and to really drive home the importance of um, what we were doing there.
0: Yeah, that's amazing, guys. And what are your thoughts about the Stop Asian Hate rally that took place on Saturday? Like your overall thoughts?
2: Well, this past Saturday, there were... A lot of people who actually showed up there was a huge turnout and <clears throat> there was a huge turnout and there was like a bunch of like diverse groups that were there um nina gao who organized the event she had a bunch of um different culture cultural groups um if i remember specifically i know there's like the uh like indian cultural society but not, it's not the one at east but it's like a set oh it's like a center in cherry hill and they came there was also um, representatives from like an African-American organization and same with um, like uh, some Muslim, uh, there's a, I can't, sorry, I can't remember the specific names, but I know there were some people from like the a Muslim background who came too, and there were some like council, council speakers, sorry, I can't, I'm really bad with these names, but people who are like directly working with like policies and just working with like the mayor and just like levels of government who came and spoke, which was really good to see.
1: There were definitely I yeah, it's kind of hard to remember all the names because there are just so many people who showed up to support. Um, from elected officials to um again a lot of diverse. I didn't even know that there were so many different diverse um groups from the Filipino um groups to um African American groups that came out and helped, and. I really hope that this is like looking into the future that these different groups can really um, unify and come together, and it shows how much potential for this that our town, even just not our town of Cherry Hill, but South Jersey has, because we've talked to people from you know all over South Jersey. Like there was a student from Montgomery who came over as well.
2: Yeah, there were a lot of different people. Um, A lot of different people there from like other towns too. And I got reached out to, uh, someone reached out to me today from I think Haddonfield and they're also hosting another anti-Asian hate, um, another anti-Asian hate rally that I got invited to. And I will definitely send you guys the information and like try to publicize that as much as possible. I think that's in May.
0: Yeah, and then just to elaborate on that last question, would you say that this rally was a big step forward in our community?
1: Um, I would definitely say it's a big step for our community. I think that a part of the um, struggle with Asian, especially anti-Asian hate, Harvest getting that, um, getting people to recognize that as a problem in the first place, while people can sit around and argue, oh, what are these rallies doing? Spreading awareness in the first place and recognizing it's a problem in the first place is a huge step forward. While we do, we are like in a sense privileged enough to live in an area where you know there are a lot of Asian people. We don't necessarily you know have to face a lot of the um, face too much of the discrimination we see. For example, areas like the Bay Area. Um, I think that coming together and acknowledging this a problem, one, also healing as a community is a huge step forward. Mm -hmm.
2: I definitely agree with Gina um, in that it is super important to recognize that it is a problem because um, sometimes like, even in uh, our, at East like, uh, that there are some things that just go on like swept under the rug and we don't really notice that it's happening. And we just try to ignore that problem. And even though it's a long lasting issue that like goes far back into history, it's just not taught well enough and we're not educated well enough and given the right resources to actually voice our opinions and thoughts and ideas about this. So that's why I think that this rally was so important, especially having Dr. Malosh show up and um, the principal at Cherry Hill West come too. I think it was important for them to see that there's a lot of support for this and there, there is change that needs to be done. And- um, there's a lot of us pushing for that
1: yeah so we're also wondering what are some of your thoughts on the hate crimes that are currently going on against Asians across the country right now um, I think that so part of my speech that I wrote in was that um, that even when I beckon tears are come forth they're not allowed to be wept and I was thinking about, I wrote this in because about how jaded I felt like reading all the news. Um, I am subscribed, I am like following a lot of like, um, a lot of like Next Shark, um, Asians in America, Inc. And you know, you see like one like hate crime after another is coming in like bam, 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 every single time you go onto Instagram. And I feel in a sense I'm so jaded, but then like under that exterior of like the, the jadedness, there's this like deep anger I feel for it, that I hope to use and channel into meaningful action for my community.
2: Yeah. Uh, Just seeing all these hate crimes across um, America, it's like surprising to me because we're lucky to be, well, yeah, we're lucky to be living in like an area where, um, like a pretty safe suburban area and you don't really see that much here but social media has really made it possible for uh, like to spread information and awareness about this, which I think is like really important. Because to be honest, I probably wouldn't have known about anything that was going on if I wasn't able to use Instagram and check and see all the different like news articles and the different people. Like also like in the speech, um, Gina brought up like an idea to to relate how people who are victims of these, hate crimes could be any of our own family or even us and like uh like I've talked about Paco, Ho who was a 70 year old elderly Asian man who was knocked to the sidewalk and he suffered from brain trauma and that was like really surprising to me because I had no idea and it just reminded me of my own dad.
0: Yeah so in light of all these Asian hate crimes um have you guys ever like personally um experienced any sort of asian racism or like microaggression either at school or just
1: anywhere you've been um, i'm not sure chris wants to go first or it's okay you can go ahead um yeah i f- i think it's an interesting question because if it wasn't asked i would have just like brush it aside but it kind of does build up where you know i mean Get the whole entire dog eater thing, you get the whole entire, you know, moon face thing, you know, you know, the old, the old the old um quintessential, you know, Asian jokes and microaggressions. And I don't even think it's like in our community, but like seeing that so normalized and popular media, like demasculing Asian men saying that like, oh, like they're, you know, they're a femi- so feminine girl like seeing like in um comments saying that, oh, you know. You know, all these Asian people eat like real weird things, and it's just not—it's not this coronavirus thing. It's been going on since like forever. You know, it's just that this coronavirus thing was finally able to get people to acknowledge that okay, maybe this shouldn't be so normalized, and this is actually, you know, a problem.
2: Yeah, I wanted to uh, build off of what when Gianna said that a lot of these microaggressions have been normalized because. um Now that I'm looking back at my own history, and I'm trying to like uh, bring up some of these memories that I've kind of suppressed because they're now that I'm looking back at they're like very negative and harmful, and uh, it sucks because in the at the time you can't you can't really tell that it's harmful, and even if you did know, it's hard to confront somebody about that and teach them that it's not okay without being told that you're too uptight and that. Um, you're just not somebody you want that you don't, uh, you're not somebody someone wants to be around. So like um, <clears throat> I was back in elementary school when we were like a lot younger, I didn't really know anything. We weren't educated enough on like these on like cultural sensitivity. We would play these games and um, my f- group of friends who were not all Asian, we would like stretch our eyes back and stuff and we would laugh and we thought it was totally fine we would try to mimic like, um, I think people nowadays are calling it like the Fox eye trend or something. And it's, it was, now I'm like remembering it and it's totally not okay. And I'm glad that like my friends who did that back then now know that it's not okay. And, but the thing is, is that there are still people who do think it's okay. And that's something that we need to work on.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like all of us in this Zoom can kind of relate to those things that those experiences that you guys shared So, how do you think the community can better educate themselves
2: to better educate themselves i think the first step is just i guess appreciating their culture first and learning that we're honestly we share similarities with each other that we're not different just because of how we look and i think that's like that's the first step is becoming is knowing that we're really we we're all human we're literally all human inside and we shouldn't judge each other just because of our skin or what food we eat and we should just appreciate that we do have our differences but it shouldn't make us like ostracized from the community
1: yeah i definitely agree with what crystal said as well and i think that um like no one's really asking for people to i know this is totally how to a cancel culture thing but i think no one's really asking for like you know other races to like you know like like um, go around and say oh I'm sorry beg for my forgiveness just like be accountable for your actions be open to gaining criticism from other communities and other like races um I'm just thinking of a documentary like almost like a documentary that Eugene Lee yang uh, posted on YouTube and it's really great it's really informational and just being um, educating what's currently happening being uh, sympathetic, is also one great way because I know that not everyone has like money to contribute to like donations and everything. I mean, we're all like, high school students. Right. Um, and also like, checking in on your Asian friends, because I know a lot of them try to hide it. You know, my friends talking to me about how, you know, last like, you know, you know at night like they were looking at like the atlantic shooting and just thinking of their you know korean um, relatives and how that could have been done or just really getting to that person so definitely check up on your asian friends as well yeah, I definitely think it's important not
0: only for us to educate ourselves, but also for us to help others educate themselves by providing resources and things like that. Okay, so this is our final question. Um, so, do you guys have any future plans for advocacy here at East or in the Cherry Hill community? Yeah. So,
2: at East, there is um, now a Dear Asian Youth chapter, and that's going to be that's run by Noah Yang. So that's something that focuses on like ed- education and actual like activism type like of events, and with like the rise of just like more activism shown in like these different cultural groups, uh, Gina, uh, Kristen, and I oh just, sorry Gina Lu, Kristen and I have been thinking about creating a community group um, within Cherry Hill, but that basically unites the different high schools, like Charlie East, the alternative high school Cherry Hill West, the different middle schools, and maybe even the elementary schools too. And basically it'll just be like an outlet that lets the students voice their opinions um, and their, um, like their voice, their ideas, their, like what they were pushing for to the district and administration. So, and then we're also hoping that this community group can also like connect to groups in other towns, like, um, like Gina mentioned before we met somebody from Montgomery and there's also one in Marlton so uh we could connect to those and hopefully branch off and really just bring all of bring all of the API allies and solidarity
1: yeah no that was great um I just want to build off what build off you know yes yeah, so we're great at building off we're building off of uh, crystal and what she said about um that we're trying to create a more of a community club because the thing about a lot of these you know like movements right is that i'm sure to a lot of people this might just be a trend to them like how to a lot of people even though black lives matter wasn't you know shouldn't be a trend a lot to a lot of people it was just like a trend that they could hop on the band bandwagon Ooh, look you know we're we're activists we're doing this share a black screen on their instagram you know call it call it quits um and I'm not necessarily trying to say that, like, am not trying to shame anyone because everyone is really, really busy, but it was really looking into ourselves and saying that we have this motivation, we have this drive to go beyond, you know, making a post on our Instagram, but how can we channel this into real change within our community and really um, bring together, like Crystal said, not just, you know, um, the Asian community, but also potentially, you know, Analyzing how racism may just not affect Asians, but also, you know, brown and brown and black populations in our area at the end of the day. um, Sure, to some people this might be a trend, but just like we saw on Wednesday we had a town hall Dr Perry regarding Asian Americans in this community, Well, it was a small it was a start this this stop Asian hate movement is finally allowing people to see that Asians do have a part in this country and we do face a lot of discrimination and we do face a lot of um, obstacles and that deserves to be talked about and we're really hoping to take not like take advantage but like really like take this opportunity to bring it to a greater level in our community and remember that while you might think that the most you can do is a repost on Instagram, your actions, as long as you put effort into them, can always have a ripple effect and always have a change in your community. Wow, thank you guys so much. And thank you once again to Gina Liu and Crystal Ye for um, joining us today and helping us shine light on this topic.
0: And also a big thank you to our listeners for making it this far and tuning in today. And finally, we hope that you were able to learn more about Asian advocacy in general and have gained some perspective from our freshman and sophomore class presidents. Stay tuned for our next episode. And until so then, have a good rest of your day. Bye. 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 Bye.